bolt your doors, lock your windows, turn off your lights, and come with me into the weird darkness. I'm Darren Marlar, bringing you true stories of the paranormal, supernatural, legends, lore, crime, conspiracy, mysterious, macabre, unsolved, and unexplained seven days a week. Recently voted number two in the best horror true crime podcasts for 2020 by Podcast Magazine. Search for Weird Darkness wherever you listen to podcasts. Yeah, that shit was dope. I dated a girl like that uh, when I first moved to Dallas, and she was like pro black. And like, I think that's probably one of the reasons I felt like like that's one girl like I was in love with. Yeah, because of her pro like me from from the country, I was black. I knew about racism. But I didn't know how to like mobilize my blackness within myself right. and put it on you in know, your own expression. I was just rugged. But she was the type like she was bald head before the Amber Rose shit. Ooh, glowy skin, didn't really wear makeup, only drew on eyebrows. Like she everything. Wore hoop earrings and shit. Uh, yeah. Dangly. All black. Like she was like into who she was at an early age, right. even though she didn't know how to wield her power. At that time. Like, yeah. yeah. But yeah. She's probably a problem now. I don't know. Some people don't see their potential and build on it. Yeah. Some people's potential burn out real fast. You are now listening to The Reality Is. The Reality Is. Feeling like I was God. How did I get from too much to not a lot? Who would have thought that you would give me a lot? I remember them, boy. I remember them, boy. So what y'all want to talk about, man? We rolling into episode 282. Baby. Mm. 282. Because, you know, every time we come in here, we book the two-hour time. We try to do like some people just do two hours straight. I like to break yeah, it up. Yeah, you gotta break it up. Cause yeah. I'm like, it's hard for me to sit up and be like two hours. Cause if you don't break it up, I'm gonna break it up when I'm listening to it. Exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. But if you yeah, get a good flow, it rolls in. No question. And a lot of times, I, even when I go back and listen to our show, sometimes I always, what I used to tell you, Artiza, when I would finish editing the show, I said, listen to the beginning mm-hmm. and listen mm-hmm. to the end. Mm-hmm. I never told her to listen to the middle. Because if it starts the same way and it ends the same way, the middle of it is pretty much going to be a, it's going to be a mixture of that. Right. So it'll be a steady flow. Right. A lot of times you can listen to people shit. They come in like, hey, so this is episode whatever, whatever. And then after the end, they're on that same note. Uh-huh. Yeah. I like making people laugh. So yeah, it, it comes can, naturally. Y'all can inform the other motherfuckers <laughs> along with this. Naturally. So uh, this episode, we really just kind of chopping it up, man. Like I said, we try to come in and 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 like. I like saying the reality is because it's where the truth comes through. So I talk about the niggas taking a shit and your finger going through the toilet paper. Oh. Talking oh, about wow. the color changing. I have a name for that. What is that? It's called the soak and poke. Oh, the oh. Soak and poke. <laughs> That's like the most disgusting thing, though. And I, have you not done that, Artesia? Yes, you've done it. You yes, got nails. That's the reality is, though. I, and so when you hit it, it's oh, two so that's things. That's what we're going to talk about what's real. We're just talking about real shit. But I, oh this, my God. if y'all have shit on y'all level and on y'all paper and on your phone, <laughs> you do that. But think about it. This is this is not where this I was going shit. with this. this but this is real shit. Is. But it's what only two or three is. things you think about when that happens. Mm. One, you either smell that shit. <laughs> Two, you may look at your finger like this is the like, most disgusting shit. That's what I'm saying. Yep. Like, goddamn, this happened to me. More tissue, or you try to realize how did it happen? The shit was either too wet, or I didn't wrap enough around my hand. Those are the things you think. You about. weren't prepared to wipe. <laughs> I will wipe. I will I stop. I always and wipe. think I'm prepared. You wipe. always think you're prepared, but this you don't understand the kind of shit. I cannot believe it. It's real shit. When you take a, just like when you take those surprise shits and you really shit and then you wipe and it's clean. You like. I just oh, ate shit. Mexican food but and I, shit it. No, and that would not happen. I feel like a dude, though, because I literally cannot shit without taking a shower. I have to. I 
it's just I can't yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, can't yeah, walk around like shower. that. No, <laughs> yes, well, well, so so it's funny. I had a conversation with my little girl last night. Mind you, she's nine years old. Shout out to Morgan Grace. Mm-hmm. Um, we were having a conversation. A yeah, she was saying, um, "Daddy, um, I don't understand why they don't have wipes at camp." Because we know. yeah we have right. wipes at home so she's like daddy what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna start taking my wipes to camp with me just in case right. I don't shit at, at camp but in case I do I'm gonna bring the wipes I'm like baby girl so did she say off shit to a good start huh? did she say shit she did not say shit oh, okay I gonna say you a cool <laughs> no 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 no, no. <laughs> but but no I have but okay let's talk about this yeah, let's talk about the reality is curse. I think kids I, I have I have conversations with my kids about how to curse mm-hmm. properly so we watch movies Artisa like does too. I yeah. love it we watch movies like Harlem Nights yes. so I like I need you to watch Eddie Murphy yeah. I need you to know how to use if you don't do it you need to use it effectively <laughs> yeah. so my kids are yeah we cuss. pros and we I'm cuss. not a parent but I They're always tell Artesia we getting it they eleven and nine by the way. I'm not a parent, but I always tell Artesia, like, I chip in my two cents where friends and family who have kids allow mm-hmm. me to do it. Yeah. And some people, because He's I so am, raw. but because I am <laughs> honest, they be like, how would you tell them? Yeah. When I went over to her house last week because of her birthday and shit and her kids were there, I don't know what I was talking about. I was just like, yeah, he was on this. a rampage. Yeah. And bitch this. <laughs> Tania was looking at me. She was like. Her kid was sitting there like. <laughs> Tariq was just like, laughing because he already know, like. Yeah. But I'm throwing them bitches, bro, because they're cussing at school. They cussing. Oh, yeah. You might as well teach them how to cuss. How to do it. You, they talking about sex naturally. at school. You might yeah. as well tell them the real deal right. of how to do it. My- <laughs> and not funny. Her kids slipped up and listened to I. Oh God. I was taking a shit. Matter of fact, to talk about shits, she shot me a text. Let's do take a shit. Yeah, I do. That's one thing I will. I'm very very regular. That's one thing that one thing that I will do. I will not talk on the phone if I'm shitting, but I will text you. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. Because she'll call I mean, me. I'm the same way. Yeah, she'll uh, call I'll me and she'll be like, "Hey, I'm like, I'm on the toilet." She'll be like, "We've talked." We're not going to talk. You want to send me an audio message? You do that. Right. The reason being is I ain't got time to be muting the phone no, no, no. and turn it off the shit when the that. shit hits the I gotta water. Focus. That's, like my I per- that's my personal time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's out there. Let, let the man no, have his I time on the porcelain God. Yeah, I you know get it because I like my time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was so surprised when they told me. They was like, hey, Ma, we listened to the podcast. I was oh, like, no. And they said it sounded like porn. <laughs> Tyree oh, yeah. said the intro sounded like porn. Oh. And then I was like. With your voice. Yes. Yeah, that's a little And then I was like, yeah. well, wait a minute. How you know what porn sound like? We already had that conversation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, but mm-hmm. they thankfully, they only listened to the episode. They said, no, we listened to the one that was featuring dad. And I was like, okay, well, oh, they, they already oh, know okay. that story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So they listened to that's it. That's cool. I was like, okay, yeah. They were like, you sounded good on the podcast. And then they wanted to listen more. I'm like, well, no, y'all yeah. can't listen just yet. Yeah, thank you for, you know, thank you for supporting but you gotta wait. Now wait, wait. But, but, if, but if they were able to, if they were able to, how were they able to access that episode on his Spotify? On his Spotify, yeah. Okay, yeah. So, so do you think that they be use his Spotify to listen? I to I think other that episodes? they're gonna listen to other episodes, <laughs> but it's okay because I name? like to. They need to know uh, the truth. Tyreek and Tania. What's up, Tyreek and Tania? <laughs> they listening right now. <laughs> I like to have open conversations with them. My thing is, I always want my kids to know who I am. Yes, uh, I feel like growing That's up. Important. Um, you had this idea of who your parents were, yeah. but they were somebody totally different. And you so may not even I like always them. wanted to make sure that my kids know me, like know me. That's funny because I, I had a conversation uh, with one of my friends the other day and they were talking about that. And their kids is a little bit older now. So it's like, of course, you go through a transition. I'm sure um, your kids, once they get to the age where they're like in their late teens and 20s, yeah. you know, you're going to get into more Artesia shit because you're not going to be in mommy mode. But I do the same thing. Like, I, I talk to my kids. Like, they understand who daddy is. I'm yeah. goofy like a motherfucker. They know about the podcast. They know about me doing the little promos and different shit. Like, they, they know what daddy's hobbies are. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they know that daddy's a, a fucking goofball. Yeah. That's just like when I talk to my niece. You know, I was like, yo, if you smoke weed, you need to talk to me. Yeah. First of all, I don't want you smoking no Reggie. 
Right. I need to let you know <laughs> what's what. Fuck Second of all, don't like dirt. Yeah, the yeah, dirt yeah. of the dirt. The backyard boogie. Yeah, and I told her, I said, also, you. Re- I know she's already smoked before. I said, but you don't need to be smoking after you're 18. Mm. I don't know if this. The, the, after the sti- 18? Yeah, because I don't know if the statistics are true about them stunting growth and all of that oh, shit. That's a certain- conversation you were having with my kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, that's why I told her. Yeah. But I told her the same thing. Yeah. And I told them, I was like, because I think I smoked weed at her house. I was like, mm-hmm. I'm about to smoke. This is the thing I th- This is how I do. People will be like, you don't need to smoke around kids. <laughs> Fuck that. They the kid. That's like me having a dog right. and saying I need to go. Uh, shit. Like that's why if I have a dog, I'm not picking up his shit. Right. Give me all the fines. He is a dog. I'm oh, a you're human tripping. Being. Hold on I'm a second. You about to get shit. a fine for real, nigga? I've never paid or seen a fine. Yeah, but he would. When I was with my don't uh, get no dog. When I had an ex girlfriend and I was at her apartment and I would take her a little chihuahua down. She was like, the front office keep calling me. I don't give a fuck what they call you for. I'm not picking up shit. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to walk a what dog, feed this motherfucker, bathe this motherfucker, and, and pick take him to shit. the vet, and pick up his shit. You better nah. put him on the toilet if you want me to do that. Yeah, fuck that. Potty uh, train That's why I ain't got bitch. no goddamn dog. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's I'm why good. I don't have one, because I like them, but it's like, it's kind of like with kids. Mm-hmm. I'm, I like to visit, or if somebody got <laughs> yeah, a dog, I can hold on. Yeah. Like, even when me and her was splitting time with Shimbo. Oh, Shimbo. Shimbo. Yeah. Fucking Shimbo. That was a dog, dog we had until he got stolen. Oh. But I would, like, he would. she would have him during the week, I'd be like, get that nigga to me on the weekend. Two days. Two days. I don't know what it is about women and dogs, but they get so excited when they see me. When she would always bring that fucking dog over, that nigga be pissing and shit, and he'd be so happy to see me. Uh-huh. Wagging his whole, yeah. his whole body. Dating another girl, and like, she had the same thing, and I was like, I don't know, babies. And I got that's about a, seven dogs on I got about seven dogs on my Instagram. Go through them. Mm-hmm. Go through them videos with me on them dogs. They like, <laughs> when I be scratching, them motherfuckers is like, Eyes rolling in the back of their head. I just got the magic touch, Listen, bro. When you, when you have a connection with kids and animals, that it's that God has blessed you. They make you feel amazing. Yeah. Like Shimbo made me feel like the Shimbo. Mo- I'm getting yeah. another name. dog. Prince I'm getting Shimbo. another dog. So, you know, I'm going to No, don't get another dog because you're going to let them shit all over the goddamn place. You're going to have all these goddamn fines and I'm going to have to come bail your ass out of prison. No, nah, I'm pretty good with it, bro. I just, if it's <laughs> a, just well, first of all, I'm not, not going to get it at this place, though, because the, they don't have a dog park as much money as we fucking pay there. I don't know. We yeah, have a dog park. Really they, grass around there. Bro, it's like a little grass spot, but they pissed and it, it, and it Like if you like came shit. to my place and we walked back to my uh, to the parking lot, nigga, it reeks of urine before you even Especially get over in there. The oh. Because of the dogs. Nigga. Because yeah. mm. everybody goes over to that little grass. One little patch spot. and they shit and piss right there, yeah. bro. And all the dogs be trying to mock their territory. Yeah. And, it, and I don't know how they figure it out because it just reeks, bro. Mother and in the summertime, it's terrible. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how the rent at this place is like, it's nothing less than 1500 Yeah. So I'm like, how do y'all not have, like, even in that area, Area, they could fence that shit off, put some turf down, and have somebody come clean the shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They don't do that shit, bro. Yeah, so I, I won't that. get a dog over there because I don't want my dog sniffing other dogs' his shit. Dog and piss. is bougie. Mm. Well, if you have a dog, you <laughs> bourgeoisie. I'm gonna be wiping his feet and everything. Oh yeah, you have to. <laughs> you got because dogs bringing all <laughs> kinds of shit. Oh yeah, especially nowadays. Oh yeah, oh, you got you got to do a fucking whole cleanse before mm-hmm. you. And I used to be the nigga that was like, nah, a dog can't get on the couch. But once that dog connect with oh, your yeah, heart, he's on the couch. He on the couch. Man, I don't know about a bed, but a couch. Yeah. Yeah. I never let him in my bed, but on the couch, yes. They say dogs' mouths are the cleanest. They um, do. Yeah. I yeah. can't get with that. I see, Me neither. Uh, yeah. Shimbo used to lick his balls like, <laughs> I was like, bro, I know you're cleaning yourself, but it's your own shit. Right. Like, what you just think a cocky. Do? I don't know. Do. It's natural. Oh, man, look <laughs> you're just mad because you can't think, reach your shit. Right, because he would. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's <laughs> I remember when I was self appreciation. I remember why. I remember watching this. Uh, I remember watching a porn one time, and a guy had gave his own self head, and I was like, I ain't oh. doing that. And then remember, remember uh, that motherfucker in the uh, early two thousands, Manson. Then he oh, take yeah, his yeah. ribs out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Took took one of ribs, ribs out so he, so he could suck his own dick. 
Yeah, I ain't got to do that. That, might have, that might have been just uh, <laughs> a, a rumor because he was so crazy. Yeah. yeah, but even for it to come up, yeah, I ain't sucking you my break own dick. I'm not busting in dick. my own mouth. That's, a- <laughs> that, that's the next question. <laughs> that's the next question. Like you know when it's coming, you just gonna keep doing that shit, busting your own mouth. That's like, some that's wild so shit, bro. <laughs> but somebody in this world has done that shit. Somebody in this world has done that shit. Nigga. Oh my god, this motherfucker broke his ribs to suck his own Woo. dick. Uh-huh. It's some serious shit out there, Wild bro. Shit, Sex be driving motherfuckers, bro. You're right. You're right. Sex be driving motherfuckers, man. So you was talking about before the podcast because we jumping all around, but it's okay. But you were talking about when was it your first experience with racism? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, the first time I saw it like on TV or in media, right? I was yeah. I was young. I was watching PBS and I was watching some Huckleberry Finn shit, and it was a joke, right? And 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 I tell you, this joke really put racism at the forefront yeah. of my mind at a four or five year old level. So the joke was this. It was a little white boy and a black kid, but it was some Huckleberry Finn shit. And the little kid says, uh, they were talking about something, and then the white boy said, like the black kid was talking about what, something that he wanted to do, and the little white boy said, well, you can't do that because my daddy said because you a nigga. And he said, what does that have to do with anything? He says, well, you know, you're a nigga, and, and the only difference between it, like my daddy says, the only difference between a nigga and a nickel is a nickel got sense. Mm. Ain't that crazy? And I was like, I was, mind you, I was like five years old watching PBS, <laughs> and I was like, like, the only difference between a nigga and a nickel is a nickel got sense. What the mm. fuck are they talking about? You know, and then I realized, and then, of course, that's like the introduction, and then that gives me the perspective. So now I start to see how white people see black people and all yep. that, and, and it always went back to that fucking joke. But they devalued you to, to so you wouldn't know your real value. Mm-hmm. Of like, course. Africans were the first ones to create agriculture. Mm-hmm. When Europeans came over yeah, and saw look. Africans in the Zulu tribe creating agriculture and growing corn yeah. and all of this shit from fertile soil, they was like, how the fuck are these niggas doing they, this how shit? How they doing that shit? So that's why the army or the war, really one of the reasons why it started, was because they wanted some of the secrets mm-hmm. and you didn't know the same language. Exactly. So they just wanted to take it to the ground and they kept a couple of niggas around who knew the system and the exactly. infrastructure and they made them do that shit and they copycatted it. Right, exactly. Where do you think these words come from, copycat? Mm-hmm. We didn't create the English language. No, these niggas did. All. So they knew what all of this shit was. And that has always been a part, if you look at also, um, even even beyond that, when you look at, um, you know, like the, the, the uh, you know, the Nazis and, and German German scientists and things like that. Like people don't know to understand the story of the, when things happened with the war, all this fucking scientists yeah. that we took from Germany yeah. and said, yo, come over here and work with us. We ain't going to kill y'all, man. We're going to give you a stipend. And, and around that time is the same time that our fucking NASA space station program blew the fuck up I was trying because to of them fucking German scientists. Mm-hmm. They was at the top of the the line when it comes to scientific and, and space exploration and all that shit. Next thing you know, they over here working with us on the, on the sneak tip and our NASA, our program blew up. That's yeah. not by mistake. No, it's mm-hmm. not by mistake. I did want to, uh, with this be the all over the, all over the place episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. You didn't tell your, cause she just, oh, yeah, you, exactly. I, y'all got to talking about race. When Casey and comes, like, y'all will hear more women a, talking. Yeah, She'll start real. talking more. I guarantee And we'll be quiet. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, go ahead. I don't know why y'all do me if like If we that. get four in the studio, it's going to be a problem. It's going to be just, a problem. <laughs> So anyways, I feel like I got the best birthday gift ever, even though my birthday was last week. I was looking for some paperwork, so I ended up having to clean out my safe. And in my safe, I found a birthday card from my mom for my 21st birthday that I had not opened. I cannot tell you why I didn't open this card, because me and my mom were like best friends. So I don't know why I wouldn't have read it. But when I opened it and read the inside of it, I'm trying not to get emotional. Don't get emotional. Don't get emotional. I'm going to let it make you feel some crying and shit. But when I opened it, 
she was basically talking about me growing into womanhood and how she envisioned me. And it was truly divine timing for me to find the card at yeah. this time, because I really just now feel like I've reached that point within yeah. the past, like two years. Yeah. Right. And so Perfect timing. I don't know when I read it, I was like sitting on the floor crying. My little girl was trying to get my tail. I was like, give me a minute yeah. because I don't know. It just felt so special. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. I thought and she was seeing her, tell seeing her handwriting and like her yeah. telling me that she loved me and, yeah. and how she envisioned, like how she envisioned me yeah. is things that I've always known about myself, mm -hmm. but never really, like you said in the last episode, gave my myself permission, permission yeah. to, to be. And mm -hmm. now that's where I am. So it's, it was beautiful. And that for people beautiful. who don't know, her mom has passed. Like mm -hmm. she, yeah, yeah she, she passed away in 07 and the car was from 06. Wow. That's yeah. beautiful. That's that is beautiful. crazy. I was about to say something else. I thought you was going to talk about what I did for you for your birthday, but. You did, yeah. No, I need to talk about that no, too I because I didn't but, talk but about me, it. But I do. But let me say thank you to everybody. Yes. Because, and that's what I was going to say. But I want to mm. give context to it because yeah. we, this is the reality is like a lot of people are struggling during this time. Yes. You know, financially, finances couldn't have. Like even for me, I'm losing a couple of thousand dollars or close, to, you know, a month mm -hmm. from not doing some of the things that I do. And I told her, I said, hey, I know we ain't together, but I know I can't also do what I normally do by buying a gift. Mm -hmm. I was like, but I am a creative, so I'm going to come up with something. Mm -hmm. She always thinks people don't really fuck with her because she's, like, chill. Like, she has a circle, but it's a group of people. She's the type of person that she's going to come through every time you call. Mm -hmm. Not so much everybody else. Right. Mm -hmm. So sometimes you start to question, who really ride with me? Yeah. Who really fucking with yeah, me? Yeah, yeah. So the night before her birthday, I reached out to you and, like, six or seven other people, and I was like, yo, can you just drop me an audio or a video message for a teaser for me to send her? I know that she's always been that type of person that likes the things. So like I got you to to do what you did. Well, you can tell. Yeah. yeah. So you sent me the videos like at six o'clock in the morning on my birthday. So it was you. It uh it was Joe, Casey, Isaac, Isaac Keys, um, Matt, and his fiance. fiance yeah. Um. Who else? Was, was, I feel uh, like I'm was, missing uh, somebody. Overton. Um, it was Overton. Yeah. And then it was, because uh, I didn't post uh, some of them too. Oh, and Tiffany, Tiffany and, and uh, Gabe, Gabe Silva. Silva. And oh, so yeah. I'm like going through all these videos. I was such a crybaby. I literally woke up, dropped them all, the and went back to sleep. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my God. Like I felt so, like I love sentimental stuff like yeah. that. He always be like, oh, I can't do anything. And I'm like, you don't have to do anything financially for mm -hmm. me because not to be funny, I'm not trying to throw no shade or whatever, but it's like if I want something financially, can I can get it myself. Yeah. But it's like the more sentimental, thoughtful things that I really love and appreciate. And I just thank everybody that took the time to send me a video because yeah. I was like, oh, and like I'm I told loved. Her, and I told her, I said, it wasn't <laughs> even the fact that they sent them. Like, I, like, even with you, like, I was like, I sent that shit later in like midday Wednesday. Mm -hmm. Your birthday was on a Thursday, right? Yeah. Midday Wednesday. And like I told her, I said, I got pretty much everybody to respond to me by the evening. Mm. The people that don't really fuck with you, those are the ones who respond days later. And you knew weeks it later. was serious yeah. because even Tiffany and uh, Gabe were like, because, you know, quarantine, we was all out here. Yeah. It's not yeah. ourselves because I haven't been able to get my nails done, yeah. whatever. <laughs> but they still did the videos. Yeah. And I really appreciated it. It yeah. meant a lot. Yeah. I, and the thing about it was I didn't even watch none of the videos. I sent them to her. And when she hit me back saying, hey, thank you, that's when I watched them and then I put them on what you call mm -hmm. because I was like, no matter what they say, this is not my birthday. Right. I asked for it, but whatever they say is directly for her. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's why I said I still sent them to her when she watched them. Then I went back and watched them and I figured out which ones I would want to put on social media just so, you know, giving y'all props for doing the shit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I, I think when you think about these things, so what I'm going to say here is switching the subject a little bit. 
you know how when you you have rappers and they grow up from childhood to 18 they broke mm-hmm. but when they hit the big time they good mm-hmm. and a lot of these niggas go back and they'll rap and be like when i didn't have this and when i didn't have that or then that's when they first start out then when they start becoming mainstream they rap and they talk down about the niggas who don't have like they never have been there athletes they get in the league they do 10 years in the game whatever with niggas like us who didn't go pro, who don't whatever, whether you black, white, green, or blue, you still have everyday struggles. Even at 37, yep, every day. you're struggling to try to put something here and there because, for one, being black, you're not getting paid the amount. If you're a minority, you're not getting paid the amount. Or you may be white and just not be getting paid the amount because of maybe you didn't go to college mm-hmm. and you didn't want to go to college. Your right. life was something different. Everybody should be getting paid a livable wage. I say I'll let to say this. You still at certain points in time because you're trying to finance certain things you have to be mindful of what you can spend. Yes. Thank blessings to the people who don't have to do it, mm-hmm. but I'm still in a position with trying to do a business, working a job, trying to fund it, trying to fund other shit to build. I know that money is not the most thing, the biggest thing that I have right now. Right. Because it's going somewhere else to yes. build something mm-hmm. later in life. But like I told her, and like I tell people all the time, never say that you can't give a person something. Because yeah. even if it's your just your time, make that time worth something. Exactly. When me and you, when you come over, it don't never be nothing more than weed or smoking and some beer or something. Mm-hmm. But it's the conversation. Right. It's what we yeah. share. It's what we say right. that, that continues to build it. It ain't what you give. Like today you came in and I've said on the podcast before, he always brings libations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> always. So it's one of those things to where it's like, bro, don't even yeah. think about it. And what's, first thing we said was you paid or you chipped in for the studio yeah. time last week. Don't lift your hand to pay for shit. Oh, well, excuse yeah. me. This week, because you did this part. Mm-hmm. And I think if you surround yourself around people who do for no reason right. or they do just yeah. because that's when you start to build a circle of like, Hey, mm-hmm. this feels like a family. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. like you got a lot of people trying to change the world. You can't change the whole goddamn world. Yeah. But if you, you got three white small. people yes. who didn't really know much more about nothing now, bring them in if they willing to learn exactly. you, yeah. and you expand out and let those three white people tell three more white people. That's how I look at changing the world. I'm mm-hmm. never no going to be governor. I don't want to be a senator. Yeah, not a I don't want to be a city council person, yeah. but there's so much shit you could do at a basic level. No question. Take a breath, Anthony. I was so, about to. Uh, <laughs> I was no, waiting to hand that shit off to. But but I I I agree with you what you're saying 100 and I think that I think that that's how you build authentic relationships and that's how you figure out who you dealing with and who's in your circle like like situations like that and you know and people might not look at that but when you look at the situation of just Okay, let me let me ask 15 people to do a video for Artesia mm-hmm. because it's about taking the time to do something because you simply asked, right. right? So so you get to figure out in that circle of people, you know, it synthesizes it down to about 5 or 6 yeah. mm-hmm. that you know and then you build from there. And again, I agree with you. Everything that you you talking about is very simple and is based on authentic relationships with authentic people and that's how you build you keep adding those authentic those authentic people to your circle and then you can move into some other things you know what i'm saying like obviously we've had a relationship for a period of time yeah. you know who i am i know who you are so when it comes down time to like yo you know i think that we want to bring you on a podcast to do a b c and d it's really not anything of a difficult decision because yeah. i've been here from the beginning mm-hmm. in a different role you know what i'm saying yeah so uh, but now we're talking about okay not just to come into the studio and talk shit, but what else are we going to do with the business of the podcast? And we want to include you in that. And and that that in itself also continues to build the relationship. We want to go do some other shit. Yeah. Because we put our efforts together and do some bigger shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But yeah. you got to have that shit intact first. Period. <laughs> Who else going to talk? Y'all told me to be quiet. I thought I thought I See, the motherfuckers need me. This is what I want y'all to listen <laughs> no, to. No, look, look, take a breath. Need me. I'm used to, say no, something. I'm used to him like hopping <laughs> back, back on in, and yeah. having something he, to he, say. He said, he said, uh, we got a quick breath. Uh, 
Go ahead, Gina. Remember no. when Gina was on Martin and she thought she could do that nigga's job? Yeah, right. I never thought I could do your job. And I always tell you, that you your job great. And that's that you know he and Martin right. did it on purpose. He went to the bathroom and when I'll he came back. back in, she had lost control of the whole thing. People love to hear that little the cute little voice. Yeah, oh like another nine one nine hundred operator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carry this goddamn oh, you show. Got, oh, you, I can't carry this show. Just, that was never my job. Right, just, just FYI, you definitely have a nine hundred one nine hundred number yeah. of voice. But uh, but I say this is in regards to that as well. I think the beauty of being mature and being in these kind of situations is that everybody, for the most part, you know, this is y'all's thing. Yeah. I'll give it to y'all. So you guys are the the experts. You guys run the podcast. You guys run the business. So you know what you need from people that you bring into the circle. Very so having a, yeah, having a conversation about okay, this we feel like this is your strength. So let's have a conversation about making sure that that part of your strength is is recognizable when we do the things that we do you know what your strengths are you know mm-hmm. what your strengths are everybody recognizes that yeah. and we kind of come together and form like that five on a fifth mm-hmm. and now we have something different now if i could just find me a goddamn assistant i'd be great oh you need an assistant i now. need an assistant <laughs> yeah. Yeah. look put your resume out there hey look they, they they'll they'll come calling i think yeah. people got people to see the bigger down. but people, people have to see a bigger picture though yeah no question like when you you're trying to build something grassroots mm-hmm. you got to be willing to see a bigger picture i think yeah. what we be looking Working for is trying to find somebody that's like they have a passion for doing something and mm-hmm. they want to do it. Yeah. Like a public servant. Mm-hmm. You know At this what I'm point, yeah. I'm willing to pay out of my own pocket for the assistant because one thing I didn't want to do is with me transitioning into something else for me, yeah. I don't want him to feel like yeah. I'm, you know, falling by the wayside here. Yeah. Because it don't take much for him to give me a call and be like, hey, I see you doing X, Y, and Z. <laughs> What's going on with the podcast? Yeah, and I'm yeah, like, I haven't forgot about the podcast. Like, right. I'm still working. I mm-hmm. might not just be, you know, saying or calling you and being like, hey, I did this today or I did that like I used to because I don't have the same amount of time on my hands as well, I used to. But as a manager mm-hmm. like, or as and, a business person. And he person, has I, to. And he has hit, every right. Yeah, but I'll hit her up and, and, and I'll say, I'll say, hey, we'll pick a day. Mm-hmm. We'll go to breakfast. Yeah. And we'll take out an hour or two mm-hmm. and we'll discuss it on this one day. Because yeah. I know sometimes, especially with us not being together, like a lot of times in a week we'll talk and we'll check on each other. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times, and she's made me aware of this, she'll be like, hey, every time you hit me up this week, it's been business. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, yeah you yeah, still yeah. care about anything about me. Right. And I'm like, yeah, yes, I got you. I, yeah. I got you. But I think people need to understand having those conversations. The reality is that sometimes, like we talked about, you got to be able to say the shit that needs to be said. Right. One thing I, I want to tell every, and we grown every black here. person. Have the conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Too many friendships fall off. Too many businesses go awry uh-huh. because nobody wants to address this and that. Mm-hmm. This is where I call a lot of black people hypocrites. You jump to it for your white man at work for that mm-hmm. motherfucking check, don't right, you? Right. Mm-hmm. So you need to pick up the phone, fucking call me back. Exactly. I've seen too many creatives <laughs> in the lane of being in a creative call me and back. being an entrepreneur that mm-hmm. these niggas, you reach out to them and then they reach out a week later. Ugh. I literally, with this whole NBA shit that I we got going on, yeah, yeah, yeah. I reached out to a motherfucker to handle this. I said, hey, bro, I'll give you a cut of what we've signed off with these guys if you do this. Mm-hmm. Never even heard back. Never but heard then back. I heard back, like three weeks later, <laughs> Oof. like, oh, yeah, I saw audio visualizer. You did? That's pretty dope. Oh, okay. Three weeks. I hit her up and I said, I don't know if I should respond or not. Yeah. Because I don't know if this is a fucking joke. Right. Is this a joke? Am I being pumped up? Because this nigga's never addressed what I said in May. And now we in almost July. He has a good heart. It was not a joke. Some people are just not effective. 
and and that's their bad. Yeah. Look at this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I got distracted. I got distracted. I should find that clip and put it. <laughs> right. Out. You should. But that's you know everybody doesn't do business the same way. So the thing that I've learned to accept is okay. I know what to expect from this person. I don't get upset. I don't take it personal. I don't feel like they're wasting wasting my time. Yeah. I know what I can give to this person and what I can't give to this person. Well, I can't give nothing. Because if I thing. can't depend on you, I have nothing I can give you. Well, I think I think that what you said was I, very important. It's the, it's the idea of, like, first of all, we've grown. That's number one. Yeah. So because we're grown and we're trying to do some shit, mm-hmm. we have to have what I what I call in my profession courageous conversations. You have yeah. to, bro. And, and I think that it, but I'll tell you this, though. Courageous I, conversations. Yeah, mm-hmm. that could be the I like name. that. I think, I think that it, it, it gets challenging when you have, like relationships, right? Yeah. So, so it's like so for you. I don't know if this happened or not, but I don't know how how much you thought about um, saying what you said to me about the the whole story thing before you said it. I don't know how much you thought about our friendship or how is he gonna take this yeah. or whatever. I, I don't know how much how much you had to kind of filter through that, but that, that's what happens sometimes. Because yeah. I'm thinking about okay, I want to tell Anthony something that's business related, yeah. but he is my boy, and how's he gonna take it? And is he gonna mm. be cool? And like like we sometimes, if we have a, a personal relationship, we have to kind of filter through some of that first, and yeah. then we get to the point where you know what we trying to do some shit. We all grown. I'm just gonna tell the motherfucker because really I'm looking out for him. Exactly, which looks out for me. Yep. Yeah. And not being funny, I appreciate that with you because when I hit you up last week, it, it's been times I'll tell her I'm like, hey, I need to say something to somebody. But I don't know how they're gonna take it. Yeah. I'm not good at sugar coating. Like I've said before, yeah. I'm not good at sugar coating. Right, it's, just, it's not my thing. Like it's just not my thing. <laughs> so it's like I'm more of a straight shooter mm-hmm. to where you know where I stand. Mm-hmm. It's just like when I used to going back to my my dog Shimbo when he needed to be Yo, reprimanded. Dog. Shimbo, when yeah, when he needed to be reprimanded. <laughs> oh you say our dog? It's our. It was our dog. <laughs> when I needed to reprimand him, I Shimbo. reprimanded him. Yes. When he needed love, I loved him. Mm-hmm. I trained him. People, too, sometimes need to be fucking trained. No question. Mm-hmm. And the only way you can train them motherfuckers is by giving them the raw and real. Yeah. A lot of niggas in the South wouldn't make it in New York or California. Oh, no. Because yeah. people are going to tell you no who the fuck you are, mm-hmm. whether you like it or not. And that's where I need to be. Right. If yeah. I came in, I need Straight somebody shoot. to say, hey, dog, I think I saw a little hole in your, on your sock by your ankle. <laughs> you should be able to tell me that and me go change right. my Or oh, you got a booger in your nose. Bo- please tell me. Yeah, let me know. Man. I'm walking around here for 15 minutes. I talked to eight people and you don't you got, and you got That booger didn't just come. It's been sitting, it's been sitting there. It came from somewhere. And I'd be like, thank you for telling me, man. Farting in the car. I am, if you go on a date with me, I am the ultimate icebreaker. Yeah, you are. I'm the ultimate well, icebreaker. Well, I, I'm glad that we're not going on any dates. <laughs> if we did, I'd hold your hand. <laughs> Oh, you would hold his hand? No, he never no. held mine. I did hold you. When we first, you alive. When we went downtown Fort Worth, we went to Razzle's oh, and I, was, oh, I held, the, I held your hand. Square. I held your hand across the that street, but I did let it go. Time. Across the street, he didn't so, want you to get hit by a yeah. car. I had to show a little something. Yeah, good for yeah, you. Yeah, in the beginning. And yeah. then he showed me who he really was. Next time I tried to hold his hand, he snatched that shit away. No, but you came hold. more than you ever came in your life. Exactly. Touche. Touche. Sometimes you gotta stand in your own goddamn glory. <laughs> but I, I'm not. I'm not the most emotional person. I've mm-hmm. told people that. Like anytime I date a girl, I'm like, inside now, mm-hmm. I feel like inside the house I could be that. Yeah. Outside I could be it to an extent. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm just not that guy. Right. I'm that type of guy. Like you know how when you see Me- Mexicans, 
Oh, yeah. I love them to death. They're going to have their hand in your back pocket, their arm around you. Y'all might as well wear the same jacket and one nigga get the left arm. She's getting real excited over here. And 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 they'll wear one jacket. One nigga put left arm in, the other bitch put the right arm in. And they wear the. That's too much for me. Mexicans the hand be, in the back pocket? That's too much, man. What about, okay, so hold on. Just like she told us about somebody in her life that's Mexican and she watching her daughter now because she said at 13 oh, yeah. she wants a boyfriend yeah. and she's already done snuck a nigga in. Yeah. I said, you got to watch them motherfucking 13? Mexicans. Yeah. yeah, they got that Goku power around them yeah. to give off an aura. Like, they sure, and they be wanting to start families at 14. At yeah. 14. Yeah. Damn. So let me ask you this. Uh, you wear you matching outfits? No, nah, that's, that's, nah, that's, no, that's corny. Yeah. Not, not at all. You do, but we it. always ended up color, color coordinating. We did. I don't know. How. Just not accident. on purpose. I hated See, that cool. shit. Sometimes. We still do it. I hate. Yeah, we do. Because I remember one time she came over to my house and she had on like a green shirt, some jeans, and like some rose colored gold tennis shoes, and I pretty much had the same thing. Yeah. I was like, when she came out, I'm changing my. Shirt. Yeah, <laughs> it's so funny. And the fact that niggas go think niggas always try to put ourselves like put it's us not together. a problem, but when you point out that you need to change, it's like, oh, okay, then. Yeah. Cause everybody, I was trying. I, I ain't trying to be matching and shit. Yeah, matchy, matchy. I have a regular basic style. Like I feel like, like, like so like what you're wearing. That's cool. But like, imagine if both your bracelets were like gold or platinum or whatever the case. Yeah. And you had like to me that would just be too yeah, much. Too mm-hmm. much. Like if you ever see me, I may have a watch on. I don't have a watch on now Maybe. because none of the batteries work, and I just didn't do nothing to Look, them. I wear them anyway. I don't wear a necklace. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like I've wanted a, like a little choker necklace. Mm-hmm. You know, I, the only thing choker. I may wear is earrings. Choker. Yeah, like right there under your collarbone where it just stopped right there. Mm-hmm. I like a small, I ain't trying to have no deep chain. You don't want no chain. You know, they need to see this gold on this sexy ass black skin. Choker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Looking like Jordan. Hey. That nigga was cold though. <laughs> I used to have a hoop ring too. I had a hoop ring. Too, yeah. yeah. Just one. I used to have, yeah, that's just all one. I had too. Yeah. But left you know, side. I didn't know all of that shit too about all that gay shit. Left side, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, who left is right, right shit? is wrong. I'm like, oh it's shit. Too much. Right yeah, felt too much. right felt good on my cause I'm right handed. Like I'm left handed to right. But everything else you right, is right. left-handed? I write and I jack off with my left hand. Mm, everything else talent. is a right. Oh, my God. That is very. But <laughs> with my right know, hand, Dave, Dave I throw Chappelle a football, calls. I shoot a basketball. <laughs> what do he say? Dave Chappelle said, like, you know, you know, obviously with a right-hand world, so he said sometimes when you masturbate with your left hand, he calls that a strange. <laughs> strange. <Yeah. laughs> he was so amazing. And I told, I gave her the whole DVD set, and she's yet to watch it, bro. Oh, you gotta watch it. I gave her the whole you DVD set, nigga. It. You ain't watched the shit because you don't even know what we're talking about. Because if you, you. anybody who's watched Dave Chappelle, when you tell a Jason Bell choke, they chip in. The stranger, they chip this in. Is true. When you see Black Bush, you are gonna I'm die laughing. Black, Black Bush. You remember Black Bush? Talking about something. yellow cake. Oh, oh my god! Yeah, don't eat that shit, please. Don't eat. That's I like that old man. Holla, 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 I know you hear me. I know you hear me. Holla, bitch. Don't touch that shit. Uh, you better pray to God you don't yeah. drop that shit. <laughs> yeah, you got to watch Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle was, was definitely hilarious. before his motherfucking time. We got about 10 minutes. What you want to talk about before we get out of here? You got 10 more minutes, bro. Yeah, 10 more minutes. It's, it's whatever, man. You know what I'm saying? I think we're having a good conversation. I love the whole idea of, of the real shit, like the reality is. I think that having that reality is conversation about like real real shit yeah. like taking a shit jumping from here fucking, to there your finger poking through and all yeah. that shit like that because i tell you this it's funny and i shout out to casey k spot for what she does with her with her stories with never have i ever mm-hmm. because because of yes. that i've had conversations with her or that i've never had with anybody else right <laughs> because you be of the kind of shit that but you gotta be careful because you envision some of that shit yeah, yeah, yeah i fill out everything yeah the other day she said i have to all three and i imagine her with a butt plug <laughs> oh, wow, it's natural. You it's natural. It. I imagine her on all fours, <laughs> butt naked with a butt plug, and her husband pulling her hair. That's what I saw. 
This guy's really vicious. You told me. You can't help it. You can't help it. No, you're, no, no, no. I, you I saw agree. it with a blood blood too, didn't you? Yeah. you yeah, that's what I'm yeah, saying. Like, and nigga, you did too. You laughed because you said, oh, yeah, I thought too. So, so um, I'll say this. <laughs> with that look on her face. That's yeah. what I'm saying. That, yeah, because the next picture was like, <laughs> yeah, like, like, yes, I did it. Yeah. 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 No, I think I think that's natural though. If I say this is what I've done and then I, then, you, you put, know, yeah. Yeah, if I tell you that, that's the visual you that you can't help with Of course. Of when course. I talked about putting shit like shit, everybody thought about the one time that they did it. And some of these motherfuckers did it this morning. Mm. The shit, the finger through the toilet. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> People listen to this right now and be like, oh, my God. I can't. The reality why, is we do the dumbest shit when we're about, how many times have we tripped over a cord in the house? Right. And you fail. And you or you be, almost fail. And you be like, right, you like, stupid know, motherfucker. Oh, you know, you know when I get, oh, tech, when I get mad, like, yeah. this is when I get really upset. Because I be pissed like, like motherfuckers is watching. When I bang my toe up against yeah. the shit. Yeah. Oh, that shit hurts yeah. so much. That I'm shit like, with Odell Beckham when he or... threw, when he hit yeah, that he... damn thing and it hit him back, that field goal post. That's, that's the a, shit you do at home. That's the but he shit. didn't know that the shit was going to happen yeah, in public. Not know was that's happen. the kind of shit. Have you ever, like, you know, when you sit down on the toilet seat and you sit down too much, if you don't screw your toilet, it's get loose. Bro. And you sit down on it, you got to scoop <laughs> that bitch yeah, up with your man. booty cheek. Yeah, yeah, with your whole booty cheek. You got to, I need to screw this bitch back up. I'm going to need you folks to stop doing shit while you're taking a shit. Just get off the mother shit or right. get off the pot. What you talking don't about? Read, I'm saying don't read the paper. Don't don't respond to text. Nah, man. Bitch, man you got to do something. Yeah, you got to do something. But, but I'm, I'm saying it's not healthy. You can't be sitting there too long now. I mean, yeah. the whole process. I've sat there to where my whole fucking <laughs> feet be numb. Yeah. I be like, yeah, and I be texting. I be like, I got to get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> you nigga, feet start getting numb. You, you lose track of time. You lose track of time. But think before we had shit. Before you had cell phones, what did you? I used to read. Before I had cell phones. Read magazines. They had magazines in the I would read the back of a potpourri can. Yeah. I'm sorry. Anything, oh, yeah. anything <laughs> that was in the goddamn bathroom, just be, I just read why it. Why can't you just concentrate on shitting and then getting up, man? Because sometimes uh, it's comfortable sitting uh-uh. there. And them little peas when you be like, yeah. tweak pee, tweak pee. <laughs> okay. Tweak oh, my pee. God. Tweak <laughs> pee. Nigga, quit that. Tweak pee. Nigga, when you taking a shit. Spider, end like, this motherfucker right <laughs> Come on, bro. Come on. This motherfucker <laughs> told my sweet pee. No, okay. I said tweak pee. <laughs> And then he corrected me. <laughs> because Spider know when you sit down and you story starts taking the city by you pissing. Back on the shit. After man. you drop oh, that man. shit, it's like tweak peeps. We got you. And sometimes when you pee and you ain't got a shit, I swear peeing is like coming. When you've been out drinking beer all yeah. night, drinking oh, liquor, yeah. and you yeah. run home, like and you done pissed five pissed. times when you in the bar. And then after you piss before home. you leave the bar, then when you get home, and mm-hmm. right before, like a minute before you, know you, you got to go while you're like, driving oh home. God, it's like your balls and your bladder say, let's play a trick on this bitch. <laughs> Tighten up. <laughs> and you start getting, every time she come to my house, in my house, like, you got to get on the elevator, you got to walk down the stairs, you got to do all oh, these yeah, it's hallways. A lot. It's a lot. And as soon as she come in, everybody to come to my place, everybody, you done did it. Yeah, you be like, yo, I got to take a piss. Yeah, yeah real mm-hmm. quick. It's a journey getting up to this bitch. And how many you stand up there and you pee and you be like, oh. Yeah, yeah, you, you'll hear a brother take a deep breath when he's pissing. That means it sounds real good. It's it a, real it's, good that's a us. real good it fucking feel good feeling. To us. So I did want to talk about this before we go. We talked about um, being a black actor mm-hmm. and being called a nigger on set oh, by a white yeah, person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were talking about how it must feel from the black perspective of knowing that it's art, but knowing that you're allowing a white person to call you nigger however many times through the show, but also being a white person who's not racist Knowing what that word means and having to say that. Well, I I remember reading an article about Leonardo DiCaprio when he played in Django. Django. 
And he was talking about how difficult it was. And he had to have conversations with Jamie Foxx for like the longest time and make sure that he, he was, was really comfortable with it because that's that was the first time he was in that kind of role. Yeah. And of course, it was back in the day anyway. Yeah. And he was like, you know, as much as, you know, because obviously actors like Leonardo DiCaprio really get into the characters and things like that. Yeah. And he said that that role was very, very challenging yeah. for him. And he had to get with his black actors and make sure that yeah. like, yo, I'm just I'm just getting a character here. Let's get on Zoom. I got 100 <laughs> all the black people I know. I'm going to be saying this in the movie, but this is not yeah, please. how I feel. Yeah, let's Let's, let's let's prepare ourselves for this. But so I thought that about that because uh, again with the Deadwood movie, like it was a dude on there, and he he was he said call me little nigga general. And as I was watching it, like the white lady that was talking to him, she didn't mean no harm by it, but she was like, "What if I wanted to call you nigga general little?" He was like, "Long as you put the general in there." And then like back in those days, you couldn't drink with a white woman, and you know she was a drunk. She was like. He kept looking around. She's like, here, you want to drink from the bottle? And she's like, I don't give a fuck if these white people see <laughs> that a nigger's drinking with me. I don't, as long as you ain't got whatever, you can drink out the bottle. But everything that she said was nigger, which led me to believe that she's saying nigger, but that's the intent of the word is not how she means it. Yeah. Or he wouldn't be drinking off the bottle. Right. That goes back to the present day times to where it's like some white people are acting the way that they were taught, whether they agree with it or not or understand what they're doing. But now is the time that you have to open your eyes to understand that some of the shit that you've done, it may be a learned behavior, but you got to learn this shit. But but check the hold on. You got something to say about that before I say something? Go ahead. Check check this out though. But check the trick though. This is the trick for black people. We will say all day long, motherfucker, better not call me a nigga. This that and Very the other, true. and then we'll call ourselves that and all whatever. Mm-hmm. And then when a white person uses the term, we got a problem. With it, it hit different, right? Right. Mm-hmm. It does because of the historical context. But but check this out though. What is a nigga though? Like we've talked about it before. It we, be we've had whole ep- we've had old episodes named white nigga. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Mm-hmm. But but it always is interesting to me to have these pro black motherfuckers have such a problem with white people using nigga or just but us using nigga term the way that we want to yeah. because we call ourselves disempowering the word. But if we disempower the word or we remove the power from the word and we actually use the term for what it is, which is an ignorant person, yeah. then motherfucker, everybody can get it. And everybody can get it. Everybody, everybody can get it. But let me say this. I'm going to tell you the different way that is. When I say nigga, I be like, yo, my nigga. Mm-hmm. It's just like white people don't know how to say the word, so don't say it at all. It's just mm-hmm. like when we say 50 cent. Yeah. That's nigga. 50. Like, white 50. people are like 50 cent. <laughs> or we be like Lil John. They be like Lil John. Oh, like Tupac. Mm-hmm. They too, they pronounce things too much to a T, so just stay away from yeah. it. Like yeah. I can be like, dude, my nigga, you get it. Mm-hmm. My nigga. They don't know how to take the ER off of that nah. shit. And Even when you, I've when you seen use white the people ER. try, they be like, my nigga. And they be like, yeah. no, 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 yeah, no. My nigga. What did Even, you just say? <laughs> Even if you're trying, like, just don't say it because mm-hmm. they can't talk the way it's we talk. Flame, That's why I say if you look at the power of Ebonics, mm-hmm. it's not an ignorant way of speaking. It's your way of speaking, mm-hmm. and they don't understand it. Right. White people and educational people have told us, and scholars have said, this is not the way to talk. Uh-huh. They told you the way the Indians talked was not the right way to right. talk. Told you not to rain dance, not to do this. Pray to our God. Nigga, Ebonics is a, just like Spanish is Spanish, mm-hmm. Ebonics is what we talk. Exactly. That's why you could take a nigga from Bushwick and take him to fucking Inglewood, mm-hmm. and they say terms and words that we watch on fucking Insecure and they saying the same shit, and we've never met these people. Some of my paths have never crossed, but we understand the international tongue and language that they don't. Right. So they had to put it in a box, 
dumb it down, dumb it down, and call it that. But the funny, the other funny thing is that you know when you talk about like I think I was filling out some paperwork the other day, and they said, "Well, what's the language that you use in your home?" And I said English. But when you talk to a motherfucking English, it was like motherfucker, y'all ain't talking English. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Y'all talking American. That yeah. is not English. That is that is not the Queen's English. So don't call it that. Mm-hmm. But it, so it's the same type of thing. You got as a, as an American. You have a problem with all these American, you know, the the ruling class type of people. You want to call Ebonics some ignorant shit, but the motherfucking English people call your language, the American language, ignorant. some bastardized English they do. shit. You they know do. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They, they do. be like, motherfucker, you ain't talking English. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's not the way. And even if you watch Deadwood, the way they talked is not the way we talk now. Mm-hmm. It's not. And what people need to understand, the whites came from Europe. Yeah. So those people who are over in Europe and whatever else. That's where it came. That's from. where it came from. So for the niggas it's who like, I'm moving to Europe, motherfucker. That's where it originated. Right. From. Yeah. Yeah. Have fun with that. They just conceal it better. That's it. Here, they came over here to be who they were. Mm-hmm. This is considered their country. Supposedly, over yeah. there is whatever. You know what I'm saying? But they seem to be the immigration and all of that shit seems to be better than it is over here. Mm. But over here, niggas ain't having that. No, they have. It seems like everybody here has a southern mentality from Jim Crow and all that other shit. So it's two o'clock. This is episode 282. I want to say, uh, Spider, thanks for coming out. Frank, super engineer. Thanks for coming out. You got a song Thank for you. the ending of this one? Oh, I do. I oh, do. Yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. And, and it's a perfect song. It's Take Notice, motherfucker. The reality is it's here. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Inhale, Curse, Excel, Success, episodes 283 and 284. I'm pretty sure coming soon. We're going to be having talks about diversity soon, so you guys will be hearing about that. And we're going to be talking to non-black people about this. We're going to get y'all the real, man. Y'all take yeah. it easy. Be blessed. episode of the reality is <laughs> but like niggas like travis kelsey they win because he's yeah. like a black white dude yeah yeah, yeah. he's cool he's he, a white he, black he dude. into the black see but the thing is though when, when white people embrace the culture like we look at them and we accept them in a different kind of way just don't get out of pocket you know? don't don't do too much sometimes i do travis, I think, sometimes i do think travis kelsey forget he is white yeah, you. I right. think that nigga, like, if he could change his skin color, he'd probably be all he the way over. He probably would. Yeah, there's a fine line there. It's a very fine line. I have been fed. That's a fact. I have been fed. That's a fact. My credit card purchases get me cash back. My credit card purchases get me cash back. No one else gets these rewards. Sergeant, that is just plain untrue. What in tarnation? Sir, PenFed's PowerCash Rewards Card isn't just for military members. Anyone can get cash back on all purchases. Ah, friggins! You've ruined my favorite song. PenFed Credit Union. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Is it time for a new heating and cooling system? Turn to the experts at Griffith Energy Services and Carrier today and get 0% financing for 18 months on a new heating and cooling system. Get the comfort you deserve from Griffith Energy Services and Carrier. Visit GriffithEnergyServices.com today for this and other exclusive offers. That's GriffithEnergyServices.com. License number MDHVACR01-2278. Griffith Energy Services. Doggone dependable.